Welcome back to the Stories from the Woods podcast. We're uh, just under a week away from Thanksgiving here in the United States, and uh, exciting time. But unfortunately, it's the kind of forgotten holiday, or underrated holiday maybe, you want to put it. The one that so many people forget about because they're thinking ahead to Christmas. My daughter's really been into Christmas this year already. Uh, after Right after Halloween, she kind of got into decorating her room, listening to Christmas music. And it is fun to watch her get into it and all the excitement. But I try to tell her, just just enjoy the time leading up to Thanksgiving a little bit more. And then we'll be able to get right into Christmas. But she's going to continue to celebrate, which is good. I'm, I'm glad she has a lot of excitement and energy about Christmas. And it's truly genuine. But I'm excited for that holiday next week. But we've got another episode before then. And I'll make sure to touch on Thanksgiving quite a bit next week. Last week, we started a new chapter story, Trapped in the Bermuda Triangle, and now the captain and the crew no longer have their ship. All they have is a raft and themselves a few small supplies. Now they got to survive on this island. The first step is shelter and exploration. Let's find out how that goes for them. Chapter 2, Separate Paths. From the Trapped in the Bermuda Triangle story. The captain said, we've got a full day to explore, and then we need to make sure we have time to build a shelter, find food, and rest this evening together. He suggested breaking up the crew into three groups. The first group would be led by the co-captain, and they would go to the east side of the island, or at least that's what the captain thought the direction was. Co-captain Jake take along with him Maria, Anthony, Bruce, Terry, and Erica. The captain then said that he would take five others with him to check out the west side of the island. He would take Jackie, Arnold, Barry, Samantha, and Jackson. For the remaining five crew members, he told them to just go up into the woods straight ahead where they were and work on making a shelter. If there was any food nearby, that would be great too, but he did not want them to venture off. This is where everyone was to meet up later on in the day after they found whatever it is they were going to find. The group of five, including Melvin, Wilcox, Terrence, Josh, and Matthew, started to make their way towards the forest ahead of them. The captain and his group headed west, and the co-captain Jake and his crew headed east. Looking at the sun, it was probably about 11 o'clock in the morning. They still had a lot of daylight ahead of them, but the island wasn't quite as small as the captain anticipated. Jake and his group walked a long time along the beach. Their thought was to stay out close enough to the water, away from the inner part of the island, to kind of get an idea if they saw anything sign of life. Plus, they also knew they couldn't get lost with this type of path. Eventually, they would find their way back to where they had started their journey, which I forgot to mention that they did stake a huge stick into the ground and attached part of a shirt to it to be their marker to ensure that they could find their way back. They probably had walked for about an hour, and they could still turn around and barely make out that shirt flying in the wind off of that stick. 
and they continued their walk, even though it was getting hot. They had to find something on this island. They continued for probably about another 30 minutes, and that's when they saw the first signs of life on the island. There was a clearing to the inner part of the island, and they could see a little smoke coming from a smoldering fire. I think we should go over there, said Anthony. Hold on. We have to be very cautious. We don't know who is on this island and what their intentions are. You saw that one man leave this island in a panic. What is driving him off this island? So how do you suggest that we find out more about who they are, said Maria? Well, I don't think we should go directly to the fire through this path. That's just too obvious. Maybe we should go through the woods a little bit see if we can find a little more information. But what if they see us and they think we are intruders and they have weapons? At least if we go through the path, it looks obvious that we're trying to find someone. And it's probably going to be a little more difficult to hide us, the six of us anyway, in the woods, said Terry. You have a point, said Jake. All right, we'll go straight into it. There are quite a few of us, so maybe that'll help our case from getting attacked. Jake's attitude towards being attacked really didn't make the group feel much better about things. They would think he should be giving them a little more confidence. And as they marched straight towards that smoldering fire, they could see that there were some people sitting not too far away from it. And as they got closer, there were four. Four people. Three men and one woman. And the four of them didn't seem too worried or intimidated or even looking like they would attack the six coming upon them. Hello, said Jake. Hello, responded the woman from the group of four. When did you arrive in the island? Today, responded Jake. We're trying to explore the island right now. The rest of our crew has split off into different directions. So did your ship crash here on the island? No, actually, we were lost at sea, and we stumbled upon this island and decided to explore it, and maybe understand where we are in the ocean. But then there was a man who stole our raft, went out to our ship, threw our captain overboard, and took the ship away. Must have been Randolph, said one of the men. Randolph? You know him? Of course. We know everybody on the island. We've lived here a long time now. Randolph is always trouble. He's been trying to get off this island for a long time. And as much as we've given up on that, he still tries to find a way. So he used you as his next opportunity. But I'm sure he'll be back soon enough. Soon enough? Why is that? Asked Bruce. Well, I kind of figured you wouldn't know. You're in the Bermuda Triangle, and we're stuck here. We've tried many different ways to get off this island. There's not a lot of ways to get off, but we've tried. And uh, we have failed every time. Seems to always pull us right back. We all came here to the island in our own different ways. Well, Carrie and I, we landed here on a plane. We crashed into the island many, many years ago. Trevor came by boat, similar to you, but through a storm, he landed on the island. And Jermaine here, well, he's been here quite a while himself. He was doing a tour of duty with the Navy. During a storm, he got thrown off of his destroyer and washed ashore here. So if a plane and a ship crashed here, Why haven't we seen any of that in the way around the island? Well, like I said, we've been here a long time. We've tried to use some of the things from the ship and the plane 
to create rafts to get off the island, but we're never successful. And oftentimes those things broke up and the ocean just took them out to sea. You will find some of the pieces in the inner part of the island, but not many. So we're stuck here, said Erica. We're stuck here forever. Well, now, now, we, we've kind of given up and hope. Randolph hasn't, and he keeps trying, and maybe one day we will get off this island. But right now, we're just kind of enjoying our life together, a community that we've created here. So is it just the four of you and Randolph that live here? No, um, there is a few others, but not many. And we sort of try to avoid those individuals. So how do you survive on the island? How do you create shelter and find food? Oh, the island is pretty good about that at it supplies the things you need just enough. Can't get too greedy. But how many more folks are in your group? Well, there's 17 in all. Wow. Now that could start to cause some trouble over the long haul here. Since only so many people have lived here, it's been easy enough to share and keep our distance from those that we don't quite get along with. But 17 new people? Hmm. That could be a new struggle. The crew was not feeling too good about the fact that they might be stuck here for a long time. They continued their conversation for a little while till Jake recognized that the sun was on its way down and they still had quite a bit of time to travel back. They had gathered some good information and told them that they needed to get back to camp. And they understood. They were a kind group and they did offer them up a little bit of food to take with them to start out their first few days on the island. Jake and the rest of his crew thanked them, and they started their journey back. But now they were all thinking how they may never see their families again, and they may be stuck in the middle of the Bermuda Triangle on this island. And the more they thought about, the more fear crept inside their minds. This concludes Chapter 2, Separate Paths. If you'd like to support Stories from the Woods podcast, you can leave us a review, make a donation using the link in the show notes, or share the podcast with family, friends, local libraries, and schools. Remember to check out our past episodes and to subscribe so you don't miss out on any future episodes. Thanks again for listening. This podcast features the song Surreal Forest by Medane, available under Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial License.